Hello everyone and welcome to One Control Port Podcast, episode 193. Benjamin Yoder here today to not tell you that much about any video games I've been playing. Because <laughs> um, I, I haven't been playing all that much. Uh, I've, I've been a little busy this week, but but there's a lot of new stories this week. So I think we'll we'll have plenty to talk about. Um, one thing I have been playing, and, and if you watched the, uh, the stream, I think a few weeks ago at this point... Um, I put a little bit of time into a game on the PlayStation called uh, Megasudo 2096, which is basically a mech, um, kind of arena fighter. And, uh, and I've, I have played it off and on in the past, just kind of picking it up and, and putting a little bit of time into it. But I, I really want to sit down and kind of commit to it and, and give it the time it needs um, for me to kind of understand what's going on with it. Um, and and it's kind of interesting because... It's, it's when it comes to like button inputs of what you're doing, it's actually a fairly simple um, kind of fighting game. You essentially have your mech. You can switch between like a gun and a, and a melee weapon. And the, depending on the mech you choose, you know, your, your four or five specials that you have uh, where you basically put in like a Street Fighter style input um, um, can either activate a, a ranged attack or a, or a short ranged attack kind of thing or, or a melee attack, I guess. Um, and, um, but when you're... But when you're using those specials, you can actually kind of move while you're using this. This is something I didn't really notice while I was streaming it last time, um, where you can basically like slide around while a spe special is activating. So you can kind of think of it of like when you're using a Hadouken, like a Street Fighter, you're able to like move left and right still while you're still you know animating that Hadouken and everything. So it, it, it's kind of kind of interesting because you can do things like basically have a move that has like a, a bit of a a like charge up to it like one of the characters i think her name's hellbride or something um has like this kind of twirling spin attack kind of thing but it takes a little while to to get going um so you can kind of you know stand back first activate it and then kind of start to slide forward and then like go up in the air and hit the enemy while you're sliding into them kind of thing with that with that special um so so, so it's kind of interesting that you have this like extra movement control while you're doing those attacks um it is a game that i feel like something doesn't feel quite right when it comes to like hitboxes and things like that um particularly with the melee attacks when you melee it just always feels like something's just kind of off unfortunately um so so I, I don't know what what it is with that um and i kind of feel like the the ranged attack characters uh just kind of inherently have an advantage because they have the ability to just kind of slide around and shoot their shoot their uh you know you know ranged cannons and things like that um and, you know fairly safely it's pretty hard to close in on enemies who are just like pelting you with 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 shots all the time so uh, i guess the one thing that's kind of set up as a preventative of just like you spamming it all the time is there's a fuel system um so essentially when you use specials it it, it, it uh burns away um some of your your mech's fuel uh but your fuel starts to fill up again uh immediately so i guess it's like an auto recover time i don't know if it's based off like certain attacks you do or anything like that um but but it seems it seems like maybe maybe kind of a straightforward like special meter in like a fighting game uh but if you if you run out of it you can't do any specials at all you just gotta use your standard melee attacks i did find when i was using a lot of range attack specials that those don't at least on help ride uh don't seem to burn enough fuel to really matter that much so i was able to kind of just slide around and keep spamming the the the, the range special and even, even if you do run out of fuel uh you do have like your gun so you can just do like the normal range attacks whenever whenever you need to as well so i don't know it's it's got a nice look to it though it's it's the the i don't think the mechs have any kind of like textures done on them i think they're just like flat shaded polygons uh, so they stand out quite a bit 
um, in, in the game. So, so I do like that a lot, but there is a lot of like visual details that, that kind of mess up when you're, when you're, when you're like in the environment, you know, being a PlayStation game, you know, the camera positioning, things like that. I, forget, I think it's like the Z axis stuff, like doesn't work quite right. And I, I've definitely noticed times where like some texture work seems to kind of glitch out at, at certain parts of the screen. Don't know if that's something to do with me playing on a PlayStation 2 or if that has something to do with it was just the game itself. I might go back and, and put it into a PS1 and see, you know, how the game runs and, and if there's any issues. Because one thing I did notice where uh, with people playing on emulator is that the game runs too fast on emulator. So it waves or it moves way faster than it really should. On, on, on emulator so I'm not sure if the PS2 itself is affecting the game speed or anything like that I'm not sure if there's any cases where like a PS2 would run a game better per se um I, I I'm not aware of any at least but but I can't say for sure maybe I don't know well I'll, I'll I'll sit down and take a look at it and then if it's worth mentioning I'll mention it in the uh I'm sure I'll do a casual review if I if I played enough to to feel good about it um the other thing I did that's that's not game playing um, is I did go ahead and try to reorganize my game collection. If you're watching the video version on YouTube, you will notice that uh, my shelf here has some significant gaps in it. Um, I, I, so I've been running out of shelf space for my games, and and ever since I built out kind of this little, little like living area over here, um, I, I kind of haven't really had a lot of other room to, to expand. Um, I thought of one way I could add like a, another shelf into like my living room, but I don't know, like, do I really want, you know, I te technically have like, like I have a two section shelf behind me and then like there's a three section shelf over against the wall over here. And then I have a set of cubes that hold consoles over here. And then I have my desk area in front of me. And then to the right of me, there's also more consoles and stuff. So it's just like, at some point, like how much, what is the ratio that is acceptable amount of video games in your living room uh, when you're using your living room as your, your office and, 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 and things like that. Cause you know, I, I don't really have like a, like, like when I play games, it's, it's at my desk here, even when I'm not streaming, that's just how I have my setup. So when I'm playing a game, it's always on a computer monitor, no matter what. Um, and you know, I have, uh, behind me, I have a, a door that leads into the mansion that I live in. Uh, uh, the one other bedroom in my apartment, um, or the one other room in my apartment, which is my bedroom. Um, but it's really, I don't know what to do with bedrooms, to be honest with you. It's, it's become kind of a storage facility. <laughs> it's like a bed. And then there's just like three TVs because I've had, I have had C, a CRT TV that I picked up a long time ago that I don't think I really need anymore, or at least I think I'd rather have a smaller CRT, and I don't know if I need to really hold on to that one. I mainly got that one because it was free, and it's like 24 or 25 inches, so it's not huge, but it's still big. Uh, it sits on a cart because I don't know, like, <laughs> like I don't know how else to move it around reasonably, um, and it, it made sense when I when I didn't have a frame meister and 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 my TV didn't work well when it came to anything that was under. Um, 480p like 480i and 240 240p on my my tv just was my tv was not having it um so and that was before i was willing to commit to uh investing in an upscaler so i just got like a cheap crt for i think like 15 bucks or something like that or maybe even cheaper um so i don't know that crt i've, I've been holding on to it because i'm like what if i what if what if i want to play a light gun game but i don't even have a light gun 
or any games that have a light gun. So I feel like maybe the real answer is get rid of that CRT for now. And then uh, I'll worry about the CRT if I ever get a light gun game that I feel absolutely that I need to play. <laughs> so, so yeah. But um, but anyway. So to so get back to the game collection stuff, though, um, I basically try to separate my games from games I've beaten and games I have not beaten, and leaving the games I have not beaten in my living room, and then storing the games I have beaten in a uh, drawer under my bed. And unfortunately, um, or it's actually two drawers. Uh, but unfortunately, there was not enough space in those drawers, so I'm not really sure what I want to do yet. I think the real answer is I just need to figure out what I need to do with my bedroom first, um, because then once I know, once I've kind of reorganized that and figured out what I'm done in there, I can figure out more storage solutions, because I think I like having games in the living room, but I like to have the games that I am going to interact with, and, and that's most likely going to be games that, I, that I'm, um, you know, haven't played through or haven't haven't beaten um there's definitely cases where i want like ease of access to whatever you know when we have an extra 20 minutes in the stream like i don't know what we're gonna do uh we're, i guess we're gonna put in this copy of what's a video game that i have that i've beaten that I, like is completely random uh, i don't know Fudu Fudu park we're gonna stream some Fudu Fudu park for 10 minutes I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to go get Fudu Fudu Park without too much trouble. So it was kind of like why I thought the drawers on my desk would be good because I could just slide it out, pick it up, and take it out. Um, but but yeah, I'll, I'll just have to kind of rethink about it. It's it's I, the big the hard thing is I just don't want it to be where I'm storing games in a way that's very difficult for me to access them because at that point it, it, I think that that might be more annoying than than useful, especially when I when I Frequently, I'm switching out consoles because sometimes I just need footage for, for a video. Maybe it's like, you know, even five seconds of footage. But, like, if I can just get my own footage rather than having to sit there and source somebody else for that. And I can capture, you know, exactly what I'm talking about. That's always the easiest thing to do. So, I'll just have to do a little bit of thinking about that. I think I've been thinking about reorganizing how I handle my consoles as well. So, I might first focus on that. Because if I figure out how I want to handle my consoles in my living room, um, there's the potential that I could remove the uh the consoles that are that are by my other shelf or that wet storage thing um that are by the other shelf and then put another shelf there i don't know if i want that but it's it's a potential option just thinking about it so so yeah that's been kind of my my week outside of other life things that i've been doing i can't think of anything else that we that we did otherwise um but or i did um, but yeah, so let's let's get into to game news here. Um, a couple things that I actually was was somewhat interested in. Um, Republic Commando, uh, I think it's the Star Wars game. That was a Xbox and PC first-person tactical shooter um, that was released. That is apparently coming to the Nintendo Switch. I don't think it's been officially announced at this point, but people did some data mining and found it on there. I had thought that game re-released at some point, and it must be on like Steam or GOG or something, because when I looked into the wiki page of when what other consoles that game was on i could only find pc and the original xbox so so i i was like oh surprised that it hadn't been ported already i, I always hear really good things about it like uh, it's kind of like a cult classic kind of thing uh and and i like star wars games i don't care for star wars movies very much but i like uh rogue squadron um rogue squadron <laughs> maybe that's the one star wars game i like uh, or specifically Rogue Squadron 2. Um, I played Rogue Squadron 3 as well, but there's definitely problems with Rogue Squadron 3. Um, but I do like Star Wars games, and I like Star Wars games, or I like games... Well, when I, when I think of games like that specifically, 
I want it to usually be about a character who is like not really a part of the main franchise story or whatever, preferably. Um, so having like being like just a random soldier, I think is a is a fun thing. And I like I like like squad based shooter stuff. I think there was an online multiplayer mode for that game, um, but I ne- I don't remember if it was like you play through the campaign on t- online multiplayer or if it was just like here's a set of missions you can do if you want to kind of thing. So, anyways, I I think I'm interested in that. Um, whether or not I will play it on Switch, I think, is another question. Uh, if I can find it cheap on the original Xbox, if I'm going to play it alone, I'll probably just get it on the original Xbox. If I find somebody else to play it with, I might get it on PC or Switch. I, I would imagine if I played it with anybody, it would be on PC. But um, but yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. I, I think that's cool that they're bringing it forward, though. One weird news story this week was uh, the the reintroduction <laughs> of Six Days in Fallujah. I don't know if that's how if that's how you pronounce it, but uh, but Six Days in Fallujah was like this old canceled like uh, modern shooter uh, from I think two thousand nine, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. It, it was it was kind of late late two thousands. Uh, you know, around the time Call of Duty was was kind of you know I guess you could say at its peak to some degree. I don't know if that's that. I would say peak in terms of interest. I don't know if peak in terms of sales numbers uh, per se. I, I feel like Call of Duty is has become just kind of like a, a quiet juggernaut to some extent. Like there's definitely people who talk about Call of Duty, but I don't feel like it has quite the fervor it used to have in the in the more traditional uh, gaming audience. But I think it definitely has its reach, obviously outside of um, outside of you know the sphere that we're in, kind of thing, right? Um, but yeah, uh, so I don't really know what this is They because they canceled the game. Um, I don't know how far along they were. And, and in the news post they post about the game, they said they're creating a new game. But they said that they're like picking up from where they left off with the previous canceled game. So like, I don't know if that means that they are taking the original game and cleaning it up and then like maybe, you know, also putting new layers on the like graphics and things like that. Um, but... Or if it means, like, we are creating a new game from the ground up inspired from the design docs of Six Days in Fallujah. I, I couldn't figure that out from the uh, news post that they posted up. Um, and unfortunately, there's no gameplay in the trailer. It was just a bunch of soldiers running around. Um, if I recall correctly, at the time it was canceled um, due to some controversy about it being, a, I think, a fairly um, recent conflict. Um, and And I think, you know, by maybe late 2000s there might have been some feelings that maybe we shouldn't do a game about that that very specific like event that happened at that time i i don't really know for sure but i, I think there are people who weren't weren't particularly happy about it um i, I don't know if that was 100 percent what caused it to get canceled but but I, I believe that was something that came up at the time when it was coming out so anyways um i have i mean there's nothing else to really say about the game it's not coming out but i thought it was weird somebody's bringing it back now like why why I, I don't know why. I guess maybe Call of Duty's kind of... Well, they did a Modern Warfare Call of Duty recently, right? I was going to say, like, maybe because Call of Duty's been, like, you know, kind of all over the place between what they're what they're focusing on between Black Ops and, uh... uh actually, what are they, World War II was another one they did more recently. So, but, but there was a Call of Duty Modern Warfare recently, too. So, so I don't know. I don't know. I will be curious to see if it's a game really worth playing. I probably will not play it, though. Um, as much as I'd, I'd be fine playing it, I just it's just not something that I particularly have a need to do, I feel like. Speaking of needing to do, um, if you've been following the chronicles of me and Nier Replicant version 1.22, uh, uh, if, you, if you didn't know, I, I'm a little nervous about that game. I am not a big fan of how Nier Automata turned out 
and uh and you know obviously that game was very successful but i am a fan of the original near um so i'm i'm a li- i've been a little worried that uh, near replicant which is a remake of the original near that came out um and, and and on the xbox 360 and playstation 3 i was a little worried that they might do some stuff to it to to make it less of 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 the game i liked back then um you know and, and as somebody who's already played the game at the end of the day i can say always say you know oh i can go back and play the playstation 3 or 360 version so it's not a problem per se but i imagine this is also like where a lot of people are going to be first experiencing the original Nier. Um, so I would like for them to kind of stay somewhat um, consistent with the original, especially when it comes to a lot of the level design uh, and a lot of the game design as well. And uh, they showed off a combat trailer, I think, at, at Tokyo Game Show last year. Um, if you want to call it a trailer, it was really like them just messing around with the debug menu in a field, I feel like, if I recall correctly. Um, so, so apparently people were complaining about the fact that they kept just like re-releasing that footage. Uh, so they put out like a 10 minute, uh, clip of gameplay from, um, it's like a desert environment in that game. It's, so I think that's around like halfway through the game, if I recall correctly. Um, my, mem- my memory of that original game is a little vague. I remember there's also some things you kind of go back and revisit at times. So it might be earlier. Um, but, but, uh, yeah, I, I was, I was happy with what I saw for the most part, um, just because it, you know, it was largely what that game originally was. I do think the combat and looking at it, I, I think I am liking the direction they're going with the combat. It doesn't feel like a platinum game combat engine per se. Um, it definitely feels a lot looser and that the, it's not so much about like, you know, a enormous amount of combos, you know, it seems like enemies still die fairly quickly. Um, in a way that I think uh, that I think is more true to the original. If you don't know the original Nier, and I, I, I kind of disagree with people on this, I, th- I always kind of felt like the original Nier played more like a Zelda game, um, and a lot of people said it played bad. I don't particularly agree with that. I would not say the co- the combat was good, um, but it was fine. Like there's nothing good or bad about it per se, um, outside of the, the unique mix of how its magic system worked, kind of thing. I think the one complaint I'd maybe have is that the magic system and the melee combat didn't really flow together super well. Uh, something that they, they did kind of um, patch up a little bit in in near uh, Automata. Uh, although the magic system isn't really a magic system in that game, it's like um, these little robots that kind of follow you around. But but for all intents and purposes, they're kind of they kind of the same thing. Um, and and so it, it seems like they may have uh, cleaned that up a little bit, like made it so it's more natural to go back between melee combat and magic. So so I am glad to see that from what they've showed. It was only like ten minutes of gameplay, and a lot of it was cutscene or like just talking to NPCs and stuff. So so there there was definitely. I definitely am interested in seeing more. I will definitely be picking it up whenever it comes out either way as well. But yeah, I'm glad to see it's a, it's coming together pretty well. You know, visually, I think it looks nice. It sounds like they're re-recording all the English audio, which I kind of expected given the fact that they are changing the, um, protagonist to the original Japanese protagonist, uh, rather than the near gestalt, uh, old man protagonist, Papa near. I, I love Papa near. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I am probably incredibly biased against, uh, uh, baby near, <laughs> but, but, uh, but, uh, I will give, I will give baby near his chance to, uh, to make me love him. But I would rather, I, I personally am just like, I love Papa near so much. Oh my God. <laughs> so, so yeah, but yeah, it looks, it looks good. And I'm, I'm, I'm glad it seems like it's coming together. 
Um, there's also the announcement of the English release date of Akiba's Trip, um, um, Hellbound and Debrief. This is the, I believe from what I recall from when we last time we talked about it, a, uh, the, the English or the, uh, the, the, the PSP game getting, getting remastered for the Nintendo Switch. And I think the PlayStation 4 as well. And, um, and, uh, it, it was only announced for Japan before, but now, now it's gonna be coming to the, the U.S. and I think the summer, uh, 2021. I do really want to check this game out, um, but I but I kind of run into the issue of I also picked up Tokyo Xanadu a few years back, and I kind of feel like those games are kind of overlapping a little bit, and I have not played Tokyo Xanadu, so part of me is like I should play Tokyo Xanadu before I pick up Akiva's Trip uh, Hellbound and Debriefed, um, which is unfortunate because that is a game that I I feel like I want to buy and I want to support. Um, but I do worry that if I pick it up, I will not play it for five to six years. <laughs> so um, it, it does have the, the, the situation of like, you know, PC Splash and um, um, Kanagawa Jet Girls where the character or where the physical version is is the collector's edition only, I believe. So if you want to get the, the, the standard edition, you have to buy it just digitally or you have to buy it used where somebody took the standard edition out of the the collectors so so i don't remember what the pricing was though but if it's anything like pc splash and um and uh kanagawa jet girls it should be around normal pricing if if not like anywhere between like you know 60 to 70 bucks or something like that but but yeah i i'm looking forward to to seeing that come out and hopefully at some point i can play tokyo xanadu that's something i've always wanted to do um but things like xenoblade chronicles x and final fantasy 15 kind of always kept getting in the way and now we're past that. <laughs> um, but for now, my, my focus for now is just trying to get some, a lot of these games that I picked up at the the end of this or end of the last year and trying to finish some of those off. So Mega Sudo, um, I want to get back to the second part of um, Jumping Flash, which essentially is just you playing through the game twice, but Jumping Flash is a short enough game that I don't, I don't really mind doing that. But anyways, video game stuff. I love video game stuff, I guess. I don't know. I'm just kind of rambling um <laughs> and then and then there's also the announcement of a blue reflection anime i don't really have anything to say about the blue reflection anime uh, but more of just wanted to comment on the fact that um it's weird to me that blue reflection like seemed to suddenly get more popular or something i don't know where this this drive for blue reflection has come from but it feels like over time there's been like more and more people i know looking into it being interested into it i i think I think I know four or five people who own the game now, which is kind of, I feel like kind of crazy for the type of game it is. It's definitely more of a, a niche product at this point. Uh, or I guess maybe I know even more than that, actually. Maybe seven to eight. I don't know. But I, but I feel like within the last two years, I've had four or five friends pick it up. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of surprised. The The U.S. physical copy is actually more expensive uh, than you'd think. Although it'd be nice if they did like a reprint or something. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just kind of don't know where this interest in blue reflection suddenly came from. Um, but I'm glad it's getting the attention it needs. Maybe it's like part of, uh, you know, Ryza 2 getting popular and people in that community being like, Hey, you should check out blue reflection. Um, which is, I believe the same developers. So, so yeah. And that's pretty much it for game news stuff. Uh, we do have in a couple weeks here. Um, I'm, it, seems, it seems a little early to be talking about this, but maybe it's just the fact that, you know, 2020 being what it was, uh, E3, planning stuff started to coming out um it sounds like it's gonna be digital only this year um also jeff keely and his thing i think it's called like summer game fest or something like that um jeff keely's doing his thing this year um so uh i don't i, I wasn't i'm not sure how i feel about e th how e3 went last year i kind of felt like because everything was so spread out i didn't really know what was 
happening when and how long it would go for. Um, so I, I, I kind of feel like I missed most of the, the, the stuff that kind of, kind of happened unless it was like a particular big show that was like pointed out at, at some point, like the Microsoft, I think Microsoft held their own thing. And then, uh, I believe Sony held something as well with the PlayStation five reveal. Does that timeline match up? Maybe, maybe PlayStation five reveal was quite a bit later. I can't remember for sure. Maybe they had something earlier than that, that year. But anyways, um, yeah, I just kind of. Wasn't a really huge fan of how everything was spread out. Um, so we'll see. I, I heard that the Summer Game Fest is going to be more condensed. So so it's going to be a shorter timeline. So that might be good. Uh, I am very excited, though, because New Game Plus Expo is happening again this year, which I really liked New Game Plus last year. That was, like, my favorite um, event. You know, immediately it kind of falls in line with my uh, interest in some of the smaller JP, JP uh, Japanese developers. Uh, at this point, so any creates, you know, Axis, uh, I think Xseed is there as well in this America. Um, you know, I, I I don't buy a lot of those games usually, but I think that's usually the kind of games that I want to see um, these days. I, I don't really pay too much attention to AAA stuff as much, or at least I don't really intend to play a lot of AAA stuff. I, I feel like I, for the most part, I feel okay skipping on a lot of those things. Uh, but yeah, this year is going to actually happen in March. I think it was May last year. So, so it's actually going to happen uh, really early this year. So that's actually, it's less than a month away. Uh, so March 4th specifically. So we'll be coming up pretty soon here. I wonder if they plan to do another one later in the year, if it's just still going to be a, a kind of an annual thing. So either way, I'm pretty excited for New Game Plus Expo. Don't really know what to expect out of E3 or Summer Game Fest, but I hope it is a uh, something that I feel is easier to to track this year because that's that's the problem I had last year. Was like I just didn't really know what was happening when uh, with who. So, so yeah. And that's pretty much it for this week. Thanks for coming. OneControlReport.com is the website. Um, in terms of content that went up, the Xenoblade Chronicles X casual review went up last week. So if you want to check out what I have to say about Xenoblade Chronicles X within 18 minutes, it's a longer video. Uh, that is something you can do. Um, and then also, uh, this upcoming week, I believe it's a alleyway um, uh, casual review going up for the Game Boy. So if you want to watch that, that will be there. Um, and, and I've still been working on some stuff. I've been kind of, I've been kind of all over the place when it comes to major projects. I, I've been thinking a lot about some different, um, things I want to do this year that might not necessarily be reviews. I mean, I remember earlier this, this, or over the, 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 the new year, I was kind of like, I want to focus mainly on game reviews. Um, and I do still want to do that, uh, but I feel like there are some smaller projects I can put together easier that I that I'm I'm considering, uh, kind of trying to put out put out around the year. But I don't really know how to space that stuff out. I, I'm really worried about burning out, um, as well. So so we'll see. Um, I I won't be able to work on any of the the game scripts or the review scripts this weekend, unfortunately, or any of the scripts or any of the other videos. Um, but but I should be able to to I think start finalizing some plan for early uh march um sometime the next couple weeks here and figure out if i'm gonna be doing the billy review um i am reviving the disaster day of crisis comparison video um because that was something i wanted to do last year and didn't get to to finish up i think that will be something that i can put together fairly quickly without too much trouble um and then especially because it's like very specific stuff i i want to show on screen um at least for the parts that are like actually content based um and then also um, I'm looking at more PCFX stuff again. I know I've mentioned last year I wanted to get back on the board with PCFX, but I think I'm doing it 
I'm kind of honing in what I want to do with PCFX right now. Um, I feel like I don't necessarily just want to do PCFX reviews, although that is something I still would like to do as I, as, you know, with the casual reviews and things like that. Unless something particularly stands out to me that I'm like, oh, I need to do a full review of this. Uh, but uh, I think I would like to do more casual reviews. I kind of have a, a lot of regret about how I handled the PCFX stuff the last time I played a bunch of PCFX games because they were largely part of the OCP Clips series, which were the, like, podcast clips. Um, and I don't like those that much. At least in terms of long-term content, I didn't like those as much. So part of me wants to kind of go back and maybe refresh my memory on a few games and then uh, put some casual reviews together for those two to have something that's a bit more substantial for the long-term uh, content on the uh, the YouTube uh, uh, channel. But but we'll see about that. It's going to probably be depend on per game how easily I can just kind of pick it back up and talk about it. Um, um, you know, something like, you know, Zenki is going to be fairly straightforward. Um, and then something like, uh, Battle Heat, I'll probably need to put some time back into Battle Heat, make sure I'm still up and up on how that game controls and feels like it's a, it's a really unique game in terms of how it feels, or at least compared to like a modern fighting game. It's very unique. So, so it's something I got to kind of get a feel for again, before I start trying to talk about it normally. So, but I think I might, I might go back and try to try to fill some of that stuff in and maybe delist the clips just because I, I'm not super happy with them or at least, uh, maybe not delist them, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Anyways. Um, and then, uh, in terms of stream stuff this week though, uh, we'll be playing some more industrial spy operation espionage coming up. I played some last week. We did not finish the mission, unfortunately. So we'll be starting this week on that mission again. Uh, but because, uh, we know what we're doing, it should be pretty straightforward. Um, and then once we finish that mission, we'll go into the final mission. Now I do not expect that we will finish the final mission this next stream. Um, mainly because I'm going to try it without the guide yet again, which is not going to work out. I know that's the case, but I need to give it the, the, the shot. I need to give it its chance. That is how I feel about that game at this point. Like, give the mission its chance to let me figure it out. If I cannot figure it out, then right back to the guide. So I think what's probably going to happen is we're going to go ahead and finish the next mission, or finish the current mission we're doing, try the final mission. It's a long mission, so I don't think we're going to expect to finish it either way. And then the week after that, we'll just go through the guide on, on that, that stream and just finish it that way and then just basically wrap it up there. Um, so, so yeah. And then we'll finally be able to move on. Um, I think we might play a shooter next. I was trying to figure out something that's, like, shorter that we can do after um, Operation Espionage. Um, and, and I think a shooter might feel good to do. Don't know what shooter that will be yet. I got two in mind that are kind of on, my, my, on the tip of my to my tongue to, to my brain those two things uh so i will i will i will let you know once we get there that's it for this week thanks for coming one is the website and i hope you have a great week bye